Hello and welcome to Nerd Vomit. My name is Doug. I'm a nerd and this is my vomit. Let's start on a downer. This is breaking news at time of recording. Luke Perry's dead. That sucks. Um, I mean, I never really watched 90210, but I loved, you know, Buffy the Vampire Slayer and he uh, was briefly in The Fifth Element, as well as I guess he was like resurrecting his career, uh, resuscitating it on some TV show I don't watch. Uh, didn't even look at what show it was, so sorry. But it sucks. 52. Thought he was younger than that, but, you know, all you get's uh, a lifetime, apparently. So, um, speaking of things ending, what a horrible segue. Uh, I finished watching The Umbrella Academy, uh, saw everything coming except for the end. Where are they going to go? Well, they didn't stop the apocalypse, and now they're all teenagers again, except for the boy, number five, who was a teenager for most of the first season. Uh, where are they going to go? What are they going to do? I don't know, because I ate up uh, pretty much all the source material with the first two books, The Apocalypse Suite and Dallas. Uh, it's already been renewed, so yeah, I'm I'm left wondering what new stories they're going to plumb. Uh, if you're, they might do, you know, they might be able to resurrect Ben, or they might uh, explain that, or introduce Dr. Terminal, who has this disease, this cancer that's eating him, and he ends up uh, literally cannibalizing people and absorbing matter to feed the tumor instead. Uh, he was locked away by the Monocle, their adoptive father, in the Hotel Oblivion, which is said that no one ever escapes from. Yeah, okay. <laughs> of course, the third volume of Umbrella Academy that will be coming out is called Hotel Oblivion and deals with, of course, Dr. Terminal escaping. What new secrets will be held in that one? Who knows, but it'll probably be the second season of the Netflix show. Speaking of just coming out, I did finally get around to watching uh, Into the Spider-Verse, which got released on digital. Man, that's how you make an Academy Award-winning animated movie. The mix of styles and voices and personalities, I loved it. Um, I loved Nicolas Cage being Spider-Man Noir and John Mulaney being... Peter Parker, the amazing Spider-Ham. I love that everyone just kind of accepted him uh, as being a spider that was bit by a radioactive pig. Uh, I mean, except that one point where they all went, what? He goes, what? Like, that's what happened. Um, I didn't originally kind of want to see the movie because I didn't like the look of it. It looked like CGI made to be slow stop-motion animation with um, cell shading over it, um, rotoscoping almost. And I am kicking myself on this one because it was phenomenal um, in terms of the animation. It was phenomenal in terms of the story. I didn't expect it to be as sophisticated and mature and uh, earnest as it was. Uh, great. And of course, you know, like I said, the voice cast, uh, Jake Johnson, Nicolas Cage. I, I don't remember who played Penny Parker, who has a psychic connection to a spider and a spider robot. Uh, but that was created by Gerard Way, who wrote... The Umbrella Academy, created the Umbrella Academy. Who could forget Spider-Gwen? Um, just phenomenal. I highly recommend it. Um, Liv Schreiber as the Kingpin. Uh, they've got an awesome-looking Green Goblin in it. The Prowler becomes kind of a main character, which was kind of interesting. But, I mean, you really can't have Miles Morales without that, um, as that's kind of his Uncle Ben character, is his criminal, pseudo-criminal, quasi-criminal uh, uncle, the Prowler played by uh, Donald Glover in 
Spider-Man Homecoming and uh, makes a, a brief cameo appearance in Into the Spider-Verse. In the background, there's an episode of Community playing, so that was kind of cool. Uh, nice nod to that, uh, as well as, of course, Spider-Man 2099 appearing at the post credit scenes uh, using his dimension-hopping uh, technology to go back to the beginning, which is him getting into basically a pointing match with the original 1967 animated Spider-Man, and it was delightful, to say the least. Speaking of delightful, I have uh, been getting ready to watch How to Train Your Dragon 3, The Hidden World, and realized that I hadn't seen the first two, so I was like, well, obviously I need two, because there's continuity. Uh, and I watched the first one, and it's so good. Um, I didn't watch it originally, because I thought it was like a kid's movie, and I mean, it is, um, but it is very good. I really liked it. I'm um, about 20 minutes into the second one. I just didn't have the time to sit down and watch a whole movie last night. Uh, but, I mean, the the voice acting is great. Uh, the animation is spectacular, coming from DreamWorks. But I'm, I'm just, once again, I've, I've had a great run of watching animated movies lately. So I'm looking forward to watching How to Train Your Dragon 2, which I don't know the subtitle of, so we'll just say How to Train Your Dragon 2, subtitle. Um, and speaking of things that I've been watching, what a generic segue, uh, The Gifted Finale. Uh, it's a show by Matt Nix, who created Burn Notice, and basically deals with kind of, uh, it's set in the X-Men universe, the Fox, uh, for now, uh, X-Men universe, and the X-Men and the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants have kind of gone underground after this, uh, I think May 15th or 5, 15th, whatever the date was, this kind of mutant 9-11 where um, thousands of people were killed after a mutant uh, attack. And uh, the second season, which I thought it got canceled, and now I'm seeing that it has not been canceled, but nor has it been renewed. But the second season finale ends on some great shit. Basically, uh, a renewal of Mutant Underground with its, you know, kind of core members that survived the finale, except for Reed, played by Stephen Moyer, uh, I, I didn't see his death coming, um, and it'd be interesting to see that, because that brings, uh, his, you know, his wife really truly is a leader into the mutant underground, even though she's pretty much the only human in the in the show on, on the good guy's side, as well as kind of bringing his um, daughter and uh, son back as Fenris, the, the Strucker twins. So that was, I mean, it was it was a great mechanic uh, to, to kill him and bring everything back, but man, I mean, to kill, basically the top build person in it. Uh, the second is is his wife, played by Amy Acker, uh, who was on Dollhouse, and per, uh, not Person of Interest. Um, no, maybe it was Person of Interest. It was that show where the guy built a computer to predict crimes. It was very Minority Report-esque. Um, but anyway, and then of course there's this thing, like for the whole season, about like a mutant homeland that doesn't come to fruition um, in a bad way, uh, but is, is kind of more hinted at in that, like, that may be kind of the long-term solution that the underground was, is working towards, uh, getting the idea from the Hellfire Club, the bad guys, the inner circle, they call them. And of course, that is Genosha in the comics. It's basically mutant Israel. It's a mutant homeland, and it has been, you know, in the comics, it's torn apart by civil war and corruption, so... Ought to be interesting uh, Interesting to see if they pull in a Genosha, because really, we haven't seen that before in any of the uh, Fox X-Men stuff. 
Um, none of it. So uh, I like that they're kind of pulling from different bits of, of X-Men that we haven't seen before, especially with the Dark Phoenix trailer popping and me going, eh, they'll get my money, but begrudgingly I'm, I'll see it just because I'm interested to see what happens. I mean, you can't say Dark Phoenix and, you know, I'm going to walk in expecting to be let down. Let's just say that because they have not been great at pulling in Dark Phoenix storylines. Um, you know, Ratner tried to do it with the original third X-Men. Uh, they imply, you know, they, they pulled the Phoenix into the uh, Brian Singer uh, X-Men apocalypse. So, you know, they've never really quite gotten Phoenix and Dark Phoenix right, in my opinion. And that's... That's it. That's wow. That's the list. Uh, the list you can't see. It's a different show. Um, that that is the vomitorium. Uh, so we'll end on um, you know a real person dying and uh, ending uh, talking about a fictional person that keeps dying and coming back and dying and coming back. Even though I don't think Luke Perry will be the host of the Phoenix Force, unfortunately. So from nerd vomit, I'm Doug. I'm a nerd. I fell apart on the word I'm, vomit, and I'm out like a boner in sweatpants. If you like this, check out some of our other shows like Exotic Liability, No Applause, Just the Clap, and Black Falls. We can be found at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for The BACN on Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. Yeah.